There are a million books and speakers out there telling you how to succeed. But have you ever given yourself permission to succeed? That's what my expert asked me that had me speechless. Why would I not permit myself to succeed? Surely all the information out there must just be a scam because we can't all be in our own way. Right? Welcome to the Just Dumb Enough podcast a show that acknowledges no one is always an expert by dispelling misconceptions with real experts. I'm your host as always, Colton Petrie. My guest today is Noah St. John. Noah is known as the father of affirmations and mental health coach to the stars. He's developed and refined his process over the last nearly three decades, helping Hollywood celebrities, professional athletes, millionaire CEOs, and people just like you and me. His goal is to help us all reclaim hours in our days, days in our months, and weeks in our years, quite literally giving us an extension on our lives. And on top of that, he was a genuinely nice and fun person to chat with. Just a quick reminder for both you and myself, the next episode is officially episode 100, It's crazy to think that I'm already here, and I'm going to try my very best to do something special for all of you. In the meantime, if you're an expert in anything at all and you want to share with everyone else, email dumbenoughpodcast at gmail.com, or send a message to me on any of the social media pages. For now, let's get out of our own way and succeed in 2023 and beyond. Welcome to the show, Dr. Noah St. John. Thank you. It's great to be here today. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. Why don't you introduce yourself for the audience? Well, I'm Dr. Noah St. John. I'm known as the father of affirmations, which is not the same as affirmation, so I'm not saying it wrong. It's a new word for most people. It's uh, affirmations. It's certainly something we can talk about. And I'm also known as the mental health coach to the stars, uh, because one of the things that I'm known for is working with uh, Hollywood celebrities, professional athletes, uh, seven and eight figure CEOs, um, elite entrepreneurs all around the world. But also I work with working moms and dads, uh, teenagers. I also work with veterans to help them, uh, you know, in their lives and their businesses uh, or in their new careers. And uh, one of the things I'm known for is helping uh, people make more in just 12 weeks than they made in the previous 12 months while winning back one to three hours in their day and four to eight weeks in their year. So it is not only about money that I teach, but um, I argue more importantly, it's about time. It's about winning your life back because what good is it to have a million dollars and no time to enjoy it, you know, or no one to enjoy it with for that matter. So um, that's a little about me. You can learn more about me on my website, which is noahstjohn.com. That's just my name. And that's, pretty much what I did. Yeah. And that is an impressive resume because you're like <laughs> literally to the stars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what got you into this? Like what got you started, you know, studying mm-hmm. these fields where you're, you're improving people's, like you said, their time. Hmm. Well, you know, it started very organically. I, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. 
and I know that's a total cliche, but it's true. I grew up in this little town called Kennebunkport, Maine, which happens to be one of the wealthiest communities in all of New England. But my family was dirt poor. <laughs> and I mean that literally, because we lived at the bottom of a dirt road in a drafty, unfinished house that my parents ended up losing to foreclosure when I was just 15 years old. So I grew up with a with a very deep and painful experience of the gap, the chasm between the haves and the have-nots. The haves was everyone else in the community. The have-nots was my family. Now, I'm sure we've all heard speakers, you know, like motivational speakers or gurus, and they, you know, they get on stage and they'll say something like, well, you know, we were poor, but we were happy. We didn't know we were poor. Well, in my family, we freaking knew we were poor. <laughs> because my mother, bless her heart, reminded us every day that we were poor and miserable. So no, it wasn't happy. It sucked. And so from a very young age, I hated that life of poverty, fear, lack, not enoughness. That's what I grew up with. But yet I saw that right down the street, there's great wealth and abundance. So I literally said, how the heck do I get from here to there? And of course, there was no one to help me. You know, that there was no internet back then or, or anything like that. So I did the only thing you know, that I could think of to do, which is I went to the library and just started reading books. Um, you know, I, I'm known as the father of affirmations and the mental health coach to the stars, but I'm also known as the nerdiest nerd in the personal growth industry. I'm kind of like the Sheldon Cooper of self-help. And what I mean by that is when there's a problem, when there's an issue, when there's something, you know, that, that needs to be solved, I, I just, I can't stop until I fix it, until I solve it. And so that's what I did. Even from a very young age, I went to the library, read all these books on self-help, personal growth, classics like Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Stephen Covey, Wayne Dyer, and all the classics of self-help, right? And I really, really tried to get them to work. But you know what? I just couldn't get them to work. It was so frustrating. And so at the age of 25, I actually decided to commit suicide. I was so depressed, frustrated. I've been working so hard and nothing to show for it. So I said, you know what? I'm just done. And I'm I'm just going to not be here anymore. Well, at the very last minute, my life was spared. And so I realized, well, I'm still here, but I don't know why I'm here. I, I, I didn't know what I was doing here on the earth. And so I went on another long journey. This was a spiritual journey. So the first one was more like an outer journey of, of success and things like that. But that didn't really work for me. I wasn't able to make it as a, you know, studying that. So then I just went back to the library and started reading spiritual books, books by the spiritual thinkers of our time, Deepak Chopra, um, Ernest Holmes, Marianne Williamson, Louise Hay, Neil Donald Walsh, people like that. And then it was in 1997, over 25 years ago now, that I actually had two epiphanies that changed my life when I discovered exactly what was missing in the traditional self-help literature that had been around for almost two centuries. And so I developed, invented, discovered, and refined um, systems, formulas, methods that have really helped a lot of people, actually over a million people now all around the world for the past 25 years. So, you know, uh, through my system, my formula, my methods, we've helped people to make a lot more money, over $2 billion over the last 25 years, helping people to add six, seven, and even eight figures to their businesses or their lives, uh, getting promotions, uh, finding their dream job, getting their dream home, dream car, their dream spouse, you know, finding their soulmate. Um, and we've also helped a lot of people to not commit suicide, not take their own life, you know, as, as was the case uh, 
in my situation. So, you know, it's really, it's really been an, uh, an amazing journey all these years. And, you know, now I have uh, 19 books published. My 20th will be coming out shortly and whew, it's really been uh, quite a journey. Yeah. Congratulations on, I mean, a whole lot of things in there. <laughs> Obviously you overcame a lot to get to where you are and 20 books is mm. a wild number because, <laughs> you know, I hear from people who are like, they did their first book and they're like, oh man, the amount of work and editing and thought that had to go into this. And you're like, well, 20 books later, you're like, yep, mm -hmm. still doing them. Yep. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. I, I just, I guess I have a lot to say now. And, and that is true because, um, you know, when I, when I had those discoveries, uh, you know, over two decades ago, I really did see the holes, the gaps <laughs> in the personal development industry. And the sad thing is they're still there. I mean, I guess it's good for me because I'll never be out of a job, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people struggling right now. And, and the sad part about that is they're spending a lot of money and time and effort, you know, with the old traditional methods and, for many people, they find that those methods just aren't working anymore or aren't working like they used to. And so, you know, that's really where I come in. And that's where we've helped people to, you know, make more in 12 weeks than they had in the previous 12 months while winning their lives back, winning back one to three hours per day and four to eight weeks in their year. And I just want to highlight something there for a moment, if I may. You know, it's one thing to say, hey, man, I'll help you make a lot more money. You're like, OK, well, great. So how do you do it? Well, all you do is you work all the time, never take any breaks, don't don't take any vacations, don't see your family, and hustle and grind all the time. All right, sound good? And you're like, no, that kind of sucks. <laughs> so no, you know, no, that's not the point here. You know, I understand, you know, there are some times in, in life and business, we, we have to work, you know, we have to, we have to put in a lot of hours, maybe. I mean, I remember, you know, when I started my company uh, in 1997, you know, there was certainly no, no, no YouTube, no Facebook, no Google, even, you know, no social media or anything like that. I mean, it was still on dial-up. Remember? Remember that? You know, so yeah. it was like, uh, kind of, it was like trying to build a house with a rock and some sticks, you know, it was like very, very rudimentary tools compared to what we have today. But, you know, I, I really uh, realized that, um, you know, so I put in a lot of hours is what I'm trying to say. You know, I had to work a lot at, at the beginning, but, but you need to get to a point, I feel that, you know, you're letting the systems work for you. You know, and that's where a lot of, uh, you know, people, whether they want to start a business or grow a business or, you know, maybe transition, maybe they're working at a job there, you know, maybe they hate or they don't love or whatever. And they're like, man, I really want to start a business, but I don't know where to start or it's too expensive. And let me tell you, I, I mean, the tools that we have today are so much better than what I had. I mean, I, you know, went, back then I was living in a 300 square foot basement apartment with $800 to my name and, and a book on HTML. That's what I had to start with. So I had nothing. I had no, no money, no marketing experience, no sales, no, no business acumen really of any kind. And, you know, so what I often tell people is, listen, if I could do it with the tools that I had to use, I mean, anybody can do it, especially today. Yeah. And, you know, you don't come from that standpoint where people can actually say things like, well, no, you don't understand what it's like. I'm at the bottom <laughs> rung of the ladder. You're like, look, we had a dirt road house that we lost. Right. And then I tried to kill myself. Like I've been yep. to the bottom. I'm like, mm -hmm. this isn't an argument you can have with me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. I'm like, yeah, good luck. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, I'll say it again. If I can do it, anybody can do it. I mean, I did come from the bottom of the bottom and, and, you know, just, just depression, frustration, pain. And, and, you know, we've all, I, I think at a certain point, we all get to 
uh, you know, a point or a time in our lives where, you know, we've had trauma, we've had painful experiences that have happened to all of us, you know, and, and the thing is, of course, that many people use that as an excuse. Oh, but no, you don't understand. I'm like, actually, I, I, I pretty much do. Yeah, I pretty much not only, you know, if I haven't experienced myself, I certainly have helped, you know, other people, you know, go through it. Yeah, you're like, I'm a little removed from it now, but I spent a lot <laughs> of my life there. Exactly. That's right. So when you started looking at all of these self-help books from a different mm -hmm. angle, and we can mm -hmm. you know talk about that angle, was mm -hmm. there one thing that stood out where you're like, oh, this is the reason why people aren't succeeding? Mm. Yes, absolutely. It was. In fact, that was the basis of my very first book. And so what happened was in October of 1997, over 25 years ago now, a long time ago, um, when dinosaurs still roamed the earth. Uh, but uh, no, back in uh, October 1997, I was actually at a seminar on eating disorders. Now, I wasn't I, I didn't have an eating disorder. So you might say, well, what the heck are you doing? At a seminar on eating disorder? Well, believe it or not, I have a background as a professional ballet dancer. So I'm the only person in this industry that can say that they made a living lifting ballerinas. And I did that. Anyway, so uh, now I had a very short career. My career was cut short because of a, of a career-ending injury at the age of 22. So it was a very short career as a ballet dancer. However, in that time, I had known and met a lot of people who were suffering from eating disorders. So I knew lots of people who, you know, were struggling with anorexia, bulimia, you know, different eating disorders. And so I, I was just attending the seminar really just to learn. I'm like saying, hmm, okay, I wonder why do people develop eating disorders? Even though I don't have one, I'm like, you know, maybe I'll learn something. Well, it turned out my life changed forever because of that one experience. And so as the, as the speaker was talking about why people develop eating disorders, I realized that, holy cow, she's describing me to a T. So she was saying that people who develop the eating disorders, and she had just published a book about this. So, you know, that's why there was a seminar. And, you know, she said, well, these people tend to be, you know, high achievers. They have very low self-esteem they get straight a's in school and yet they have no self-worth and they put everyone else first and they put themselves last and they basically have a desire to not be here and i was like holy crap that is me right i like check every of those boxes every one of those boxes check, check 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 i'm like holy crap that's me so then i asked myself the next logical question well if i check every box then why didn't i develop an eating disorder and that's when my life changed. And that's when my life made sense for the very first time. Because I realized that, wait a minute, I'm not starving myself of food. But there is something that I'm starving myself of. And that is I'm starving myself of success. And no one had ever, ever put those two things together before. And I knew that because I'd read every book on success and self-help. I'd read every, And no one had ever said anything like that or remotely near it. And so I literally sat there, October 20th, 1997, and I went, oh, my God, I just figured out my life. I just figured out everything that has been holding me back. And then I had another epiphany following that one, and I realized, wait a minute, I'm not alone. I'm certainly not the only person doing this. Because as Emerson said, what is most personal is most universal. So I said, this is very personal to me. Well, it's got to be universal. There's got to be millions of people walking around like me who don't even know what the heck is going on, just like I didn't a few moments ago. So I said, holy crap, I've got to write a book about this. I, that, that's literally what I did. Because 
going back a little bit, I, I always wanted to be a writer. I always loved writing. You know, you talked a moment ago about, you know, writing 20 books. Well, when I was, I remember one of my very first memories uh, from kindergarten is putting building blocks together, but blocks of letters, you know, and, and in kindergarten, when I was a kid, we had these, we'd have these little blocks of letters, you know, A, B, C, D, and that's how you learned your alphabet, right? Well, I remember just putting blocks together, just writing or creating these really long words. Of course, they were nonsense words, you know, they didn't really mean it, but I was like, I love letters and words and, and language as a, from a very, very young age. And so that's when, fast forwarding to 1997, I said, oh my gosh, this is my legacy. This is what I've been waiting for my whole life. I was, I was 30 years old at the time. And so I went, oh my gosh. And so I literally went home, I sat down and I wrote a book. And the title that came to me was Permission to Succeed. Permission to Succeed, not How to Succeed. Because one of the things that I also realized in that experience was, we don't need any more how-tos of success. We've been inundated with how-tos over the last 150 years. And of course, it's much, much worse now. You know, even back then, this was in the very, very, very beginning of the internet, 1997. I mean, literally, this happened before there was a Google. <laughs> so my company is seven months older than Google, if you can believe it. And so, but now, of course, we are a thousand million billion kajillion times more than than even when I had this epiphany of how to succeed information, right? But I realized, wait a minute, we've got enough how-tos. What we need is a system to give ourselves permission to succeed. So I was the first person to ever talk about that. And that's what all of my books are about, is about essentially this one topic, how to stop stopping yourself from success and how to give yourself permission to succeed. So I actually, ironically, I trademarked that term. I actually own that term. You know, the United States government recognizes that I own the term permission to succeed. And that really has been the, the, the foundation of everything that I've been teaching for the last two decades plus. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, and I know everyone, especially myself, because I thought about it while you're talking about it. I'm like, man, I really want that epiphanous moment where things <laughs> have just clicked and taken off. And I understand yeah. myself at a better fundamental level. But, you know, the core of what you're saying, it sounds like we are mostly just holding ourselves back. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, because we are afraid? Well, that is part of it. So let me say this. Um, I had read lots and lots of books about this whole concept of self-sabotage, right? Because that's that's what we're talking about or one part of what we're talking about. Okay, so because I knew you know, all those years, I knew I was holding myself back. I knew that I was capable of more and I was not reaching my potential by any means. You know, I mean, suicide at age 25. You know, it's like, hello. So, duh, I'm definitely holding myself back. And I don't know why. And I don't know how to fix it. Okay, so that really bothered me a lot. Okay, and so that's why I was studying and doing all these things, trying to fix the problem which is I'm in my own way and I don't know how the heck to get out of my own way. And so do you know what the answer was prior to my work, prior to my work and, you know, my coaching, my methods, do you know what the solution was if you are sabotaging yourself? I don't. Well, if you're sabotaging yourself, don't do that. <laughs> and I'd be, I would go, thank you. That's so helpful. 
You know, that literally was it, though. That was it. That's what these gurus were saying. And they're still saying it, by the way. They're, they're, those guys are still saying that. Hey, man, if you're holding yourself back, don't don't hold yourself back. Oh, thank you. Wow, that is so helpful. That's exactly like saying to an anorexic, hey, why don't you just eat? Well, no kidding, Sherlock, right? I mean, seriously, no kidding, right? And And so now what's so awesome about my work is that when you see it in this new way this new perspective this new paradigm it makes perfect sense because imagine teaching someone who has an eating disorder right like anorexia or bulimia and you sit there and you say hey here's how to eat what you do is you take some food and you put a fork in it and then you put the fork in your mouth and you chew and swallow that's how to eat now go ahead dumb dumb and do it wait a minute that is not the problem <laughs> Do you see? It is literally ridiculous when you say it that way now. And it's like, well, why don't we teach him about nutrition? Here's how to eat health. No, that is 0% of the problem. Of course they know how to eat. Everybody knows how to eat. And so my argument is that's not the problem at all. It is the fact that we are, in fact, starving ourselves of success. Just like millions of people are starving themselves of food. So the people who are starving ourselves of success, we basically know how to succeed. Why? Because we've read 10,000 books on it or there's 10 billion kajillion videos now on it. So no, that's not the problem at all. This is one of the reasons, going back to my earlier point, is that this is one of the reasons why we get I call it hockey stick growth for our clients because they're going along and they're, you know, they're stuck or plateaued and they've been going along and they've been spending all this money and all these books and seminars and gurus and self-help. And they're like, eh, doing okay. But as soon as they learn my methods, my formulas to give yourself permission to succeed, boom, hockey stick. I'll give a quick example. I, I uh, was talking with one of my clients and I said, his name is Charles. I said, Charles, how much do you think this is costing you? If you don't give yourself permission to succeed, if we don't Fix this problem. How much do you think it's going to cost you this year? And without batting an eye, he said a million dollars. If I don't fix this problem, it's going to cost me a million dollars this year. I said, okay. Well, first of all, I want you to know that's very common. I hear this all the time. That's not uncommon at all. People say anywhere from 100000 to a million up to $5 million, I've heard, you know, if I don't fix this problem. So that's number one. So don't, don't feel bad. Don't beat yourself up. Secondly, I tell you what, you give me 10% of that million dollars. And I will find that million dollars for you. In other words, if you give me one dollar and I and I give you ten dollars back, is that a good deal? He goes, Yeah, that's that's a really good deal. He's, and I said, Okay. And he said, All right, that's a deal. So he gave me ten percent of a million dollars. That's a hundred thousand dollars. So he, he paid me that. Well, guess what? In less than one year of working together, we worked. We, I've been coaching him for about ten months now. We've already added one point five million dollars to his business in less than a year. So he got more of that. <laughs> he paid for it. I over delivered on my promise, which I tend to do. And that's the point, though, is that it's not about I didn't have to teach him how to succeed, how to do this. How, no, it's about how to stop stopping yourself, how to get your foot off the brake and how to take out the head trash that's holding you back. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the very basics of what you said, the amount of times I've seen like a bullet point online that says like, get out of your own way. Right. It's like, yeah, great. That's a fantastic idea in concept. But what That's is right. happening here? Right. That's right. And How that's am I supposed to do that? Says everyone. Exactly. And, I, well, you know, they, 
probably haven't heard of me yet. You know, they don't know that. Yeah, I fixed this 25 years ago, guys. <laughs> right. We got the solution right here. And it sounds like you need to renegotiate. It sounds like he owes you some money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I, I like over over delivering. That's no problem. <laughs> be a good like final day like yeah i'm so glad we worked together by the way i said 10 percent. yeah right and, uh... exactly remember that 10 percent? oh shoot he's like no I, no that's cool i'm good i'm good with it you're like i'm kidding it's good to know you but you said something interesting there at the end where you called it head trash mm. so what is it that people need to work on like what is the actual step forward we we should start with mm. So this is another one of my concepts that I'm, you know, known for is this whole concept of head trash. Okay. And so I want for, for the people listening to the program, I want you to think about your goals, right? So let's uh, just think about, let's say the next 12 months of your life, right? What, like what's, what's one, you know, or two or three things that you want in the next 12 months. And people say, well, you don't know, I, I want to make more money. Okay. Here's five bucks. Go away. No, you got to be a lot clearer than that. Right. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's not good enough. You got to be a lot more clear because imagine if you said, well, Noah, you know, I want to take a cross country trip. And so I'm going to go from New York to California. Well, California is pretty big, you know, like where, <laughs> where are you just going to go to California? You got to end up somewhere, right? I mean, you don't just say to your GPS, let's go to California. And you'd be like, well, like, like where specifically, right? So that's one of the things. And believe it or not, just that point alone is a, is a lot of holding a lot of people back. They don't know really what they want or they're not clear on it. So just getting clear, getting clarity on you, what you want is, is huge for a lot of people, right? But let's say you know what you want and you're clear. Like, hey, no, you know what? I want to I wanna get this promotion. I want to start a business. I want to add $10,000 a month or, or you know, I want to lose some weight. I want to... I find love, I want to you know, find my soulmate, whatever it might be, right? So get a very clear picture of, of those goals, right? But see, here's what happens for so many people. Right after they set a goal, right? Like more money or health or weight loss or happiness, relationships, whatever. The very next thing they say to themselves, yeah, I probably can't do it, right? And you know, uh, I've tried it before and it never worked. So I'm probably just never, it's never going to happen for me. It's too late. Uh, I made too many mistakes. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I can't afford it. And see, this is what I call your head trash. So what, what happens is you say, I want this, but I can't do it because dot, dot, dot. See, and then you just fill in the blank for your reason why you can't do it. And you know what's incredible about that? You always make yourself right. <laughs> See, we humans have an infinite capacity to make ourselves right. And this is one area or one instance where you don't want to be right. In other words, most people, believe it or not, would rather be right than rich. Most people would rather be right than happy. Because they're like, but but Noah, I, oh, I can't do it because I'm too old or I made too many mistakes or I, I don't have the money. I can't afford it. I don't have the time. Meanwhile... Let's see. Let's just take that one excuse. I don't have the time. Well, let's, hmm, that's interesting. Well, did you know that that me, you, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Mark Cuban, Richard Branson, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. They, they, they don't have some secret, you know, spaceship that they go to to get 36 hours in a day. That does not exist. So, no, time is not the problem. It is, in fact, 
your lack of systems, your lack of having the right habits, or that you just haven't been trained in this, which none of us were. We we weren't. Remember that class you took in school about how to have good habits? Of course you don't, because you didn't, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> you know? So people, I, I know people are doing their best. They're doing the best that they can. The problem is right now, today, there's so much misinformation out there. Like you were just talking about, you know, uh, set your goals and get out of your own way. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, that's super helpful, you know? And it's like, no. So the point is, when we look at this, this is where we start. Where do you want to go? I want to go to California. No, no. Okay, that's that's maybe a start. What city in California? Okay, well, I want to go to Santa Barbara. Okay, now, do you want to go to the beach in Santa Barbara? Do you want to go to a hotel? Do you want to go to the library? Oh, I want to go to the library. Okay, what book do you want? Do you see what I'm doing? I'm, I'm, I'm using an example. I'm saying we've got to get very, very, very specific. But then the very next thing that most people do, I can't do it. Aha. Do you realize that is, in fact, the problem is your belief that you can't do it? Because whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're going to make yourself right. And this is one area where you don't want to be right. <laughs> yeah, we're very much like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. Where we're like, well, I've tried it before and it, it didn't work out. It's like, well, there's a super old saying that nothing changes if nothing changes. That's right. And you're into, you know, you're starting out by not changing anything. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to do the exact same thing that failed last time because I didn't learn my lesson. Right. <laughs> okay. And then the other thing you, you, you're talking about, like, be specific. It's kind of like you asked someone to draw you a still life portrait of you know, a statue in a museum and you turn away, you've given them the pen and paper, you turn away and they draw you a stick figure and just hand it right back immediately. And you're like, no, not what I said. Mm -hmm. so That's like, right. You, you must be more specific. That's right. And, you know, uh, we've all heard the saying, uh, if at first you don't succeed, skydiving is probably not for you. No, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> but uh, anyway, no. And, you know, there are so many examples of people who tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. One of the, one of my favorite examples is uh, there's a company called Beachbody that I think most people have heard of. And they, you know, had many, many famous programs. Uh, the most famous and most successful, which was called P90X. Well, did you know that P90X was their 29th try? 29th. So imagine if they had given up after like three or four or even 10 or 20 attempts. Ah, this thing's a failure. Forget it. Hello. You know, they ended up making whatever, $800 million or whatever the heck it was. And I mean, I could give you, you know, a thousand examples like that. I mean, I'm one of them. I'm an example. I mean, first 10 years of my business, I never broke six figures. In fact, I, I told you I started in 1997 with $800 in a 300 square foot basement apartment. Well, after 10 years of hard work, because I, I ended up paying the gurus a lot of money, those, you know, great marketing guys who can't teach their way out of a paper bag. Uh, they're great at sales and persuasion, but they suck at teaching. So they gave me a lot of bad advice. They paid a lot of money for it. I paid them a lot of money to get really lousy advice. And as a result, after 10 years of hard work, I ended up $40,000 in debt. And I had to go back in and move with, in with my parents and was working out of their basement at the age of 40. 
So try that on for size. Age 30, I started basement number one with $800. 10 years later, at the age of 40, $40,000 in debt working out of basement number two. So how do you think I felt about that? Not too happy, I can say. And so the point is, because I listen to all that bad advice, that's when I realized what you just said. If I keep doing the same thing, I'm going to keep getting the same result. And I got to stop listening to these clowns. And so that's when I made a decision that changed everything. And I hired my first real business mentor. And he was the first person to actually teach me the system to make money online versus losing money, <laughs> which is what the gurus love to teach. They love to confuse us. They love to confuse us because it keeps us dependent on them. And so they teach us a lot of things that they go, well, what's what's your problem? You know, I, I look at all this money. I look at my car, look at my house, look at my helicopter, you know, look at my plane. And you're like, well, that's great. Have you helped anybody else make any money? Yeah, and their sure. answer is usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Like, Shouldn't there be an army of rich people right. behind you? Like, supporting yeah, your product? not so much, you know. So anyway, that's and that, you know, just to finish the story. So hiring that first business coach, that was my I mean, a real business coach who really helped me. That's what got me out of the basement. And, you know, now. I mean, I am. I'm now. I'm very blessed and humbled to live in a six thousand square foot mansion on a hill that my clients call Success Manor. And you know, but I do have an army of rich people <laughs> who I've trained, and so you know, I have more success stories than anyone else in the industry. And that for that precise reason, because I have a system. It is system based success, not personality based success. See what the gurus do? It's all based on their personality, and that's great for them. But what about the rest of us? What if I don't have that personality? What am I supposed to do? Well, guess what? You're out of luck, buddy. No kidding. But I just gave you all that money. <laughs> no, ah, too bad. No kidding. That's why people are skeptical nowadays. Because I think most people at this point have been burned by the gurus. I think that's very, very common at this point. And so that's another reason. Like when you go to our website, when you go to noahstjohn.com or any of our websites, You'll see story, story, story after story. I mean, case study after case study after case study because people are skeptical. I want people to realize, wait a minute. No, this isn't about me. Yes, of course, I become successful. But the truth is, my I've helped my clients make so much money, over $2 billion. And that's, I feel, how it should be. Yes, I should be making good money. But... It should be because there's more of them than me, right? So just the math should work out that, hey, these guys have made a lot of money. So this is a system that works. Yeah. You're like, I did not make $2 billion. I have <laughs> a thousand people that all made, you know, $2 right. million dollars right. and like right. made wild success. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess that's a good way to kind of like ferret out the the guru from the person that's actually trying to mentor someone is you're yeah. like okay are they talking about themselves a lot and you're like if they are talking about themselves a lot probably not good results well yeah yes that's pretty much it and 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 that's what you see 99 out of 100 times in this industry it's you know about about me 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 and i'm 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 i'm, I'm and i'm like i don't care about you I don't. And see, nobody does. People care about themselves, which is how it should be. And it's about the results. Can you help me get this result? And the way, to, of course, to prove that is, well, I've helped other people get that result. So if I help them, why wouldn't it work for you? Now, you have to do something. You have to put in the work. You know, I often joke about this, uh, that, you know, 
what would be the best business model in the world is if I was a personal trainer and, you know, you came to me and you said, hey, no, I hear you're the best personal trainer in the world. Right. So I want I want you to coach me because, you know, I want to get in shape. I want six pack abs. I'm like, OK, great. Let's do it. And so you say to me, OK, uh, just one other thing, though. I want you to do my sit ups and then I get six pack abs. I'm like, yeah, wouldn't that be nice, though? Wouldn't that be great if you could hire someone to get six pack ads for you? You do my setups and I'll get six. Pack. I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> like if I ever figured that out, then I'd be a billionaire. I'm like, yeah, because who the heck wants to do the work? Right. We all want to just sit there, you know, do nothing and and, and get six pack abs or, you know, have a million dollars in the bank or whatever. I'm like, gosh, darn it. I haven't seen that work yet. <laughs> so yeah, we have to do this annoying thing called, you know, take action. Yeah, where is my Netflix subscription to a toned body? Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is there a lot, like when you start working with someone, obviously you've got to kind of clear out, like you said, some of this head trash. Mm -hmm. Is there also just like making sure they are ready to do the amount of work necessary? Like, is there a lot of bad habits to overcome or just like a lot of good habits to start? What we find in 100% of cases is that my clients start making a lot more while working less. Now, that sounds counterintuitive, right? Like I was saying earlier, you know, if you want to make more money, just, you know, work till you're dead and, you know, never take any breaks and don't take any vacations and da, da, da. I'm like, okay, that's, that's the blunt brute force method to success. But the irony is that doesn't really work. It can work in some cases, certainly. And we can all point to people, you know, who've done that. But my argument is hard work is not the secret to success. <laughs> and I know because I know from personal experience in my own case, because I worked really, really hard those first 10 years and made nothing. Secondly, my old my old man, my dad is the hardest working person I know. Still to this day, he's in his 80s. He still works hard. And he never really got got it together. He never really became successful. And the reason for that is because he doesn't really care. <laughs> he just doesn't care about money. That's just how he is wired. Me, I like money. I've noticed, you know, being poor and being rich, rich is way better by a factor of a billion. So, yeah. But so my point is that what's so funny, I'll give you a quick example from another client. I had a, uh, a client named Sheila and she uh, was a business owner, still is, is a business owner, entrepreneur. And she was making about $5,000 a month in her business. So, you know, not bad, but not great either. You know, pretty good. Um, but, you know, she'd been plateaued, stuck for, for years, and she'd spent tens of thousands of dollars going to all these, you know, gurus and seminars and stuff like that, and, but just plateaued in her business. Well, you know, I taught her my formula. You know, we worked together for about 12 weeks, you know, 12-week breakthrough. And in less than a year, she went from being stuck at 5000 a month to over $75,000 a month in sales. And what she said to me, she says, Noah, you know, of course, the money is awesome. It's wonderful. And I love taking my family on vacations and, you know, taking, uh, you know, being, being able to spend more time with them. But, you know, what's amazing is that I'm working less to make $75,000 a month than I was to make $5,000 a month. And people go, well, that, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, of course it makes sense. How could you work 15 times harder? How could you work 15 times longer? How could you put, how could you put in 15 times more hours? You couldn't. It's not... It's not mathematically or physically possible on this planet. So it's clearly a matter of systems and habits, right? And so that's an, another quick example is I, I another business owner who is, he was plateaued at 4 million in revenue. 
Now, four million is a lot of money, right? I'd be, be like, man, I wish I could make four million. But he'd been stuck there for four years, four years with no growth. And he had spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to fix the problem, trying to, you know, overcome that that hump, that stuckness. I he uh, hired me. I coached him for about a year. In one year, he went from being stuck at four million for over four years to over twenty million dollars in sales in just one year. And what's so incredible about that, we really didn't talk about marketing. We didn't talk about any of this outer game stuff that all those gurus and everybody talks about. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Okay, that's fine. And of course, you need to do it in, in business or in life even. You have to do that just to be successful. But what we talked about and what I helped him with was inner game. All the habits, the beliefs, taking out the head trash, you know, everything that I've been talking about on this program. And so that's what I want people to realize is that that hockey stick growth, as I call it, you know, the, the getting, you know, you've been going along a certain way and then whoop, hockey stick. Um, it really is possible, but not by working harder. You have to have better habits and better systems. And, you know, that's that's what we help people with. Yeah. And it's just like trying to get people into those. Right. Like, right. It's very hard to build a new habit, especially if you're used to working some way. And I would imagine this is even more so like difficult for you to get people to do because you're like, look, I know you've tried everything and your business is making $4 million and that's okay for you. Mm -hmm. You want to make more. You're like, I need you to put in less time. <laughs> like that seems like a very hard sell because people are like, but I, I am putting in as much time as I can and I'm not seeing growth. Like if I step back, won't I just backslide? Won't I just like fall apart if I, if I stop investing quite as much of myself into this? You would, if you didn't have the right systems. And that's, what's so amazing is that we don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems and we fall to the level of our habits. And so putting these habits in place and these systems. So I call that inner game and outer game. Right. That's the main reason I've helped people add so much money, you know, but also gain their life back is inner game and outer game. So inner game is everything that happens between your ears that you can't see directly, but it affects everything that you do. You know, so as a as, a, as an executive coach, as a business coach, you know, I'm also a keynote speaker. And so I get to speak at conferences, seminars, events all around the world. And, you know, whether it's live or virtual. You know, I often ask my audience members, I'll say, what is one area of your life where your beliefs don't affect you? And people will go, uh, um, uh, mm, and I'll say, exactly. There's no place your beliefs don't affect you, right? Your beliefs affect your health, your, your well-being, your peace of mind, your mental health, right? Your wealth, your money, finances, your business, your career, your relationships, your happiness, your fulfillment, you know, social life, friends, family, and everything. There's no place where your inner game doesn't affect you. And yet, here's the funny thing about it, you can't see it directly. You can't see your inner game directly, you can only see it a result of your beliefs. You can only see a result of all these things that are happening on the inside, right? I call it, again, your inner game. And the other thing that's interesting about that is that you can be doing well in one area of your life, but maybe you're stuck or struggling in another area, for example, Maybe your you know, career is going great, but maybe your health is suffering or maybe your you know, business is, is going well, but your relationships are, are in tatters or your relationships are good and you're not making the money you want. You see what I mean? So it's not cookie cutter, one size fits all. It's a systematic approach 
but it's very personalized and customized for, for each individual that we work with. So that's your inner game. And then we have your outer game. So the outer game is everything you can see directly. So in your job, that would be what you need to do in your job and then to be promoted. In your, in your business, it would be the systems and strategies you need as an entrepreneur. In your, in your relationships, it's how you are in your personal or, or professional relationships. In your health, it's all the things that you do to take care of your body and your mind, right? So that's, the, that's where the inner game and outer game comes together. And so what's so amazing about that is you know, because I teach people how to master their inner game, they actually end up, as a result, doing so much less or needing to do so much less in their outer game. So it's all about the habits and the beliefs, which is inner game, and then the systems and strategies, which is outer game. Once you put those two things together, you have what we like to call a freedom lifestyle. That's where you're living the life you really want where you have the time, the energy, the relationships, and the money that you that you truly desire. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense when you're you put it together like that. Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. well, how do I how do I build this section? And you're like, no, it's each thing, like mm -hmm. you're building this inner inner game, like you said. And then mm -hmm. your systems that come with the outer game and that all makes up like one thing that you have to do. Right. I would say the other thing like to touch on because you like struck the nail on the head with a couple of those where I'm like, boy, we are real close to home right now. Mm -hmm. um, but the other one is like, you know, time management, because mm -hmm. I saw that, you know, starting this program and starting mm -hmm. to work on the show is at one point I was like, man, I'm putting an extra 16 hours a week into this show. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't have that kind of time. If I'm <laughs> doing a, a normal job on the side mm -hmm. or in the front, I guess. And mm -hmm. then I, I just sat down and I did that calculation on paper where I'm like, okay, well, if I am working 10 hours a day and I'm supposed to sleep eight hours a day, like I'm out of time. And then I, <laughs> I looked at the math and I'm like, no, that doesn't add up. I should mm -hmm. have an extra full six hours a day. What am I doing with this six hours? And I started to see like all these wasted moments. That's I'm right. like, oh, I'm doing nothing with mm -hmm. my time. Yes. So did you fix that? Yes, I did fix that. And it gives me a <laughs> lot more time to work on things, which is nice. That's great. Uh, well, that's, that is one thing that I help people with as well, you know, who maybe have come to the same conclusion, but don't really have a systematic approach to fix the problem. So one of the things that I've been saying for a very long time, for many years, is there's no such thing as time management. Time management itself is a myth. You're like, what? <laughs> well, think about it. Think about it. Think about time. What is time? Time just sits there. Time is. So how are you supposed to manage that? The truth is you can't. You cannot manage time. Try, try to make 25 hours in a day. Good luck. Try to make time go faster or slower. Good luck. No, time just is. It's always just tick, 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 ticking away. At exactly the same rate, no matter what the heck we do. So you cannot manage time. There, I just fixed time management for you. You're welcome, everybody. So what do we have then? Well, what we have is activities management. You could say habit management, systems management, all those other things. See, there's only three things that we humans can control. And that is what we think, what we say, and what we do. Our thoughts, words, and actions. That is it. There's nothing else that you can control. Nothing. If you're trying to control someone else, good luck. Let me know how that goes for you. 
right? Many, many uh, spouses have talked to me about that over the years. Why doesn't my husband do this? Why doesn't my wife do that? Why does she always this? Why won't he that? I say, well, so you're trying to control him. Yes. How's that going for you? Not so great. No kidding. All right. So you can't control anything or anyone else. And so then you go, well, now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> okay. Well, that's where we go back to the system. That's where we go back to the, I call it my the power habit system, my power habit system. That's what I invented. So when I discovered, going back to my discovery back in 1997, when I discovered success anorexia, I realized I had to come up with, create, devise a solution to the problem. That is the problem. I discovered the problem in self-help that no one else was talking about. So I said, well, I've got to have a solution then that no one else is talking about. Well, that's what I invented. The power It's called the power habit system. You can learn all about this on our website. And um, in fact, I'll just give a quick... Uh, it's um, if it's called breakthroughwithnoah.com, where where I actually have a whole video training on this. Breakthroughwithnoah.com, where I teach you how to break through, you know, your income ceiling, break through any of these habits that are holding you back. Breakthroughwithnoah.com. It's free training. Okay, but the basic idea is that there are certain habits that highly successful people are doing unconsciously that they don't even know they're doing. Number one, and therefore number two, cannot teach you. This is one of the main reasons why so many people go to all those gurus and they're still stuck. And then they come to me, they work with me, you know, I coach them, I mentor them. And that's when they get the hockey stick growth because the gurus left out all the good stuff. They didn't teach you anything wrong. They just left out all the good stuff. I'll give you an example. Imagine if you're in your car right now and you're, uh, you're driving in an unfamiliar territory, right? You're just in an unfamiliar place, and you're like, hmm, I don't really know where I am right now. And all of a sudden, you look at your phone, and you realize that you don't have any signal, and your GPS isn't working. You're like, ah, oh, shoot, man, I'm, I'm kind of lost here. So you see someone on the side of the road, and, and you pull over, and you say, excuse me, can you tell me where I am? And they say, yeah, you're in a car. Aha, okay, well, that wasn't wrong, but you also didn't really help me. And that's kind of what the gurus are like. They don't say anything wrong exactly, but it doesn't really help. You know, get out of your own way. No kidding. You know, believe in yourself. Set your goals. Think positive. Okay. I'm going to hit you now. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my God, you didn't say anything helpful. Okay. So that's the point of why I have more success stories than anybody else because of that very point. That they're not saying anything wrong. They're just saying something that doesn't really help. And what really helps is when you master your inner game and your outer game, you know, using what we now recall and what we've referred to as the power habit system, the power habits of unconsciously successful people. Highly successful people are doing these things. They don't even know they're doing it. And therefore, they can never teach it to you. But I do. <laughs> yeah. It seems very much like technically correct versus you know, providing detail. Cause like, I guess that's why so many people probably look at, you know, these gurus and they're like, well, they're right. And you're like, yeah, they are technically right. Everything they're saying is correct. You do yeah. need to do these things, but the way that they're informing you of them doesn't work because they're not actually giving right. you information. That's right. That's right. And they're, you know, sometimes they're doing it on purpose. Sometimes they're not They're Sometimes they're just so unconscious. They're like, what's your problem? Dumb, dumb. And I'm like, well, okay, first of all, I'm not dumb. You just didn't say anything, right? You didn't tell me anything that is helpful to me. 
And that's going back to my point of system driven success versus personality driven success. You know, if you have an unconscious person, that's just their personality. Like, hey, man, what's wrong with you guys? Let's do it. Just go. Just do it. Set your goals. Think positive. Come on. And you're like, yeah, okay. But what? What is it you want me to do? And that's what I paid all those clowns all that money for. And I would, I, I would literally just say to them, would you just tell me what to do? And they would go, well, just do it. I would go, okay. <laughs> uh, can I hit you now or later? I mean, this is just, it's bad. It's really, really bad. And I don't think I'm exaggerating too much. I think a lot of people listening, I bet, can, can relate to that. Yeah. I would say, like, the last thing I don't think we touched much on was probably the most interesting verbiage that we used, which was affirmations. Ah, and yes. Like, well, why are we pronouncing it that way? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, because it's a new word that I invented. I, I told you I, had to, I always love words, and I invented a new one. I invented a lot, quite a few words, but this is one of them. So, an affirmation, as we all know, is a statement of something you want to be true. That's what we've been taught for over a century. All the gurus, all every self help book says exactly the same thing. I mean, every book other than mine says, you know, use these positive statements. So, you know, like at my seminars, I like to say, okay, everybody, stand up and say an affirmation, you know, just like we were taught and say, I am rich. Everybody goes, I am rich. They know what happens next. Everyone starts laughing. And I go, what are you laughing at? They go, well, I'm not rich. And I say, but you just said you were. And they go, yeah, but I don't believe it. Aha. See, now, isn't that the problem with the old method, right? We say these positive statements, but we really don't believe them. In fact, did you know that a scientific study was actually done on this very point? And they found that 75%, get this, 75% of people who use the old affirmation method end up more frustrated than before. So imagine if you had a smartphone that only worked 25% of the time, only one out of four times, you'd probably get a new phone, wouldn't you? And that's what I invented. I invented a new phone, right? One that works 100% of the time, which is your own, how to use your own brain. So my affirmations method that I also invented over 25 years ago in 1997 is the process of using empowering questions rather than statements. So an example of an affirmation, and we've probably all done this, you know, I'm happy, I'm rich, I'm successful. And your brain goes, no, you're not. <laughs> and so with my affirmations method, what we do is instead we form an empowering question. So an example would be, why am I so rich? Why am I so rich? Now, what happens first in your brain, your brain goes, what? But secondly, if you really ask that question, you follow my method, your brain starts to search for the answer of why you are, in fact, already rich. And then, you know, you using this method, you start to focus on what you have versus what you lack. So what we're talking about and what, you know, what I teach in my books, my coaching, my seminars is the law of sowing and reaping. As you sow, so shall you reap. But what are we sowing? We're sowing seeds of thought. And yet, what are most people doing? Sowing lousy thought seeds. Why am I so stupid? Why am I so fat? Why can't I lose weight? Why isn't my business growing? Why don't I get a promotion? Why does nothing ever work for me? Why is there more month left at the end of the money? Right? And when you ask lousy questions, what do you get? You get lousy answers, right? And that creates a lousy life. So using my affirmations method, instead of asking lousy questions that lead to lousy answers, create a lousy life, we flip it on its head, start asking empowering questions that lead to phenomenal answers and thereby create a wonderful life. So you know, everybody listening, you can go to affirmations.com, A-F-F-O-R, 
M-A-T-I-O-N-S, affirmations.com. And you can learn more about my affirmations advantage and how you can literally start to change your financial future. I mean, you really change your whole life in less than five minutes a day using my affirmations method. Yeah, and I like it because what you're talking about with affirmations, and now I'm going to pronounce it like that, uh, <laughs> affirmations um, is like it's built on fake it until you make it. Exactly. And you're like, well, now I'm incredibly frustrated because I've been faking it for a long time. Right. I don't believe it. No one else around me believes it because <laughs> it's not true. But I'm just going to keep lying to myself. And you're right, right. I will end up just frustrated by this. Whereas exactly. if you're like, well, what is good about where I am? That's right. You're like, well, now I'm not faking anything. I'm being genuine with myself about what I do have versus what I don't have. That's right. We humans, we find what we focus on. So if you focus on what's wrong, you're going to find what's wrong. By the same token, if you focus on what's right, you find what's right. If you focus on what you have, you'll find more of what you have. If you focus on what you lack, you'll get more of the experience of lacking. And so that's one of the reasons why my affirmations method is so effective, because it just literally flips a switch in your brain that was already there. And so it's very exciting when people realize, holy cow, I've got the power within myself right now. It's just nobody taught me this. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, you already have this thing. You already know how to have this thing. Mm -hmm. That's already inside of you. You don't have to like lie your way to that's now right. being rich that you don't know how to get to. <laughs> exactly. It is not fake it till you make it. It is Focus on what you already have. Notice how much better that feels instantly, literally instantly. And so that's this is, in fact, I discovered, identified precisely why the old affirmations method does not work for most people. And certainly it has worked for many people. There's certainly many people that, you know, affirmed and, and it worked. But there's tens of millions of us that it didn't work at all. And so my system and my methods are about leveling the playing field so that it can work for anybody. Yeah, I like that. And I think everything you've given here today is incredibly valuable to like Thank help you. people. I also just wanted to give you some time to, you know, list all these things that you gave us through the way. That's like if people are looking to find you or any of your 20 books um, or soon to be 20 books, yep. like where they can find you and where they can find all those things. Yeah. So the main website is noahstjohn.com. That's my name. So N-O-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N, just like it sounds, noahstjohn.com. Um, I would also highly recommend you go to breakthroughwithnoah.com. Very easy to remember, breakthroughwithnoah.com and, and you know get my video training on how I help people make more than just 12 weeks. I, they didn't last 12 months while winning their lives back. And I'll, uh, also affirmations.com, A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S. And all of that is available at noahstjohn.com. It's all, that's, that's like our main hub and you can find all the different things that we have uh, there. And, um, you know, certainly let me know you heard me on this program and uh, we'll be sure to take great care of you. <laughs> all right. Awesome. And then I assume they can pick up your books anywhere books are sold. Yes, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold. Uh, yes, so uh, there's a lot. And just if you go to Amazon, just type in Noah St. John, you'll see a whole bunch of, you know, a bunch of my books. And, uh, you know, um, oh, and I'll just give you one more real quick, uh, which is sendmeabooknoah.com. 
send me a book, Noah.com. <laughs> and that is my head trash book, Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money. And that book is free. We just ask you to cover the shipping. So the book is free. Um, and so that's sendmeabooknoah.com. Awesome. And then not that you are struggling to succeed as an author, you're doing very well. But if people pick up the books, still leave a good review. It still matters. So. Oh, absolutely. Yes, it does. And and yes, and uh, Amazon, as I'm sure most people know, uh, you know, they do weigh when you actually purchase on Amazon. It's called a verified purchase, as most people know. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Uh, those uh, Those are very valuable. Uh, for the very simple reason that there's many, many, many people out there who, uh, you know, try to game the system and and give fake reviews, which, of course, we've never done and never will do. But, you know, people uh, going back to this, that skepticism, you know, who should I trust? And ah, I can't trust anybody these days. I'm like, well, I get it. You know, I was burned, too. I get it. You know, but I just want people to know that there is real help out there that is available and make sure you avail yourself. of. Yeah. And. Thank you so much for coming on the show and you know giving everyone these resources and the opportunity to you know clear their head trash and to move forward. I have appreciated this immensely. It's been awesome. My pleasure. Do you feel more informed having listened to this episode of the Just Dumb Enough podcast? If so, please take a brief moment to rate the show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, or Audible. If you really liked it, remember to subscribe for more episodes and check out the nearly 100 episode backlog I've built up. Let me know what you'd like to hear next by reaching out and emailing me, dumbenoughpodcast at gmail.com, or by sending a message to any of the show pages on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or wherever else. I'm always looking for new topics, guest ideas, and questions from the audience. New year and new month, so time for the January rankings, and I will say now that there has been a major shakeup. Number one. Australia. And this is wild because as long as I have been a show, the United States has always been the top downloaded country. But not right now. This new year is looking to be very interesting. Australia is led currently by New South Wales. Number two, the United States. As weird as it is to see it here, it is currently led by top states Florida and Washington, and assumably going to move up to number one very fast. Number three, the United Kingdom. Number four, Mexico. What is happening? Number five, Germany, finally working their way back to the top five and led by Niedersachsen. Big thanks for making me attempt that pronunciation. That's it for today. I will see you all Thursday for episode 100. Buh bye bye